Yo, today's QOT is you have rich resources lying dormant within you. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Bob Proctor back on the show. And today, Bob is going to talk about how one book, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, completely changed his whole entire life. Here's Bob. Now, here in the first paragraph, we say that this program, You Were Born Rich, is based on the premise that you have rich resources lying dormant within you. I have heard many people uh, laugh when they take a look at our program or take a look at the title of the book, Born Rich. You see, they think that means that you've been born into great wealth. Some people are, but some people are not. But everyone, without exception, has been born with tremendous resources lying within them. We've got deep reservoirs of talent and ability. And through following right rules and natural laws, we're gonna find that we can draw that potential to the surface and we can bring it to bear and it will cause the manifestation of prosperity in our material world. Now in almost all the seminars that either John or myself does, we take and we put an R here in the board. Now what I would like to suggest you do is you let that R represent the results that you're getting in your life. Now there's three areas that we're gonna suggest that you focus on. One is happiness, one is health, and another one is material wealth. Now, when I first started to study this material, I was not happy, I was not healthy, and I definitely was not wealthy. I had a chap sit down with me, and he saw something in me that I obviously wasn't capable of seeing in myself. His name was Raymond Stanford, Raymond Douglas Stanford. In fact, I named my son after him, Raymond Douglas Proctor. And Ray looked at me and he said, Bob, let these, this here represent results that you're getting in your life. Then he asked me if I thought he was a happy person. And I said, yeah, I thought he was. He said, have you ever seen me sick? And I had to admit I hadn't. He said, have you ever seen me when I was broke? And again, I had to admit I hadn't. Well, he proceeded to tell me that he thought I was one of the most miserable people he had ever met. Well, and you know, it was true. I was an unhappy human being. He said, you're always sick. Now, I didn't have a terminal illness, but I always had a headache or a cold or a backache or something. And he pointed at the area of money. He said, you're always broke. He said, you're forever trying to hit somebody up for a couple of dollars for gas. Now, if I was to put this in proper perspective for you, I was earning $4,000 a year at the time, and I owed six. So do you see, I wasn't really interested in being happy or healthy at the time. I figured if I could just get this money problem straightened out, everything was gonna be great. He proceeded to tell me that there were certain laws governing happiness, and if you follow them, you can just keep getting happier and happier. That sounded a little foreign to me, but that was his opinion. And he pointed out that you and I have an ingenious system built within us to keep our body in excellent working order. And then when he talked about the area of money, he said, you know, he said there's exact laws governing wealth. And he pointed out, he said, this stuff cannot talk, but it can hear. And he said, if you call it, it'll come. 
Well, I can assure you, I was ready to yell at the top of my lungs. I mean, if there was anything I wanted, it was some money. I figured it would take the heat off for a little while. Ray suggested that I go out and buy this book. It's Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. And you know, he said there's a secret in this book. And he said, if you can find the secret in the book, you can have anything you seriously want. Now, you take a person that's unhappy, not very healthy, is in debt, You'd have a difficult time accepting that. I was 26, and I just couldn't accept the idea. But as Ray said, your way's not working. Why don't you try his? And that's what I'd like to suggest to you today. If you're not getting the results you want, your way obviously isn't working. Why don't you try ours? Now, I often mention that John and I have got license to brag about every idea we use because none of them are ours. We don't claim uh, that we've originated these ideas. In fact, we openly admit we haven't. We've just gathered them from books here and seminars there and great teachers all over the world. And what we've done is put them together in an organized, coherent manner. So if your way is not giving you the results you want, I would suggest that you take a real serious look at these ideas. Now, I looked for the secret and I couldn't find it, but I found in one place here, he said a peculiar thing about this secret is that those who once acquire it and use it find themselves literally swept on to success with but little effort, and they never again submit to failure. What a marvelous promise. He said, if you doubt this, study the names of those who have used it wherever they've been mentioned. Check their records for yourself, and you'll be convinced. Now, he lists upwards of 100 names here. He's got Henry Ford, William Wrigley, James J. Hill, George Eastman, Theodore Roosevelt. He goes on here, uh, John D. Rockefeller, Thomas Edison, Luther Burbank, Woodrow Wilson. How could I relate to any of those people? I couldn't relate to them. But you see, in that first part, he said, check their names or check their records wherever they've been mentioned. So I did that. And I got out books on Edison, and I got books on Rockefeller, and I got books on Woodrow Wilson, and all the great people that he had mentioned here. And you know what I found? I found they were no different than you. They were no different than me. Many of them had very little formal education, which made me feel fairly comfortable because I didn't either. Many of them had very, very rough roads to start on. But I found out we were essentially all the same. Do you know what was different? The results they were getting. And as I studied on here further, in his chapter on persistence, and, and he mentions that persistence to the quality or to the character of the human being is like what carbon is to steel, he said the only thing that he could find in Edison or Ford that he never found in everyone else was persistence. They'd get a hold of an idea and they'd stick with that idea. And I look back in my own life and I never did that. I'd try something a couple of times and if it was rough, I quit. I'd have people saying, oh, Bob, why don't you just give it up? I'd say, yeah, you're right, and I would. Now, you see, the people I was mixing with, they were losing too. I never stuck at anything. So I made up my mind, if I ever found this secret, I'd work it right until I died. Now, I did find the secret. It was in 100 different places in the book, and it was simply sit down, decide what you want, write it on a card, carry the card in your pocket, and read it as often as possible every day. Now, keep in mind, I was earning 4,000, I owed six. I was sitting in a fire hall at the time, and I wrote on the card that I was gonna have my possession by New Year's Day of 1970, $25,000. Now, I wrote that on the card in 1960. 
You know, the idea of uh, having $25,000, it, uh, it was sort of a fantasy. I don't think there was $25,000 in the whole fire hall at the time. Now, I wrote that in the card in 1960, keep in mind. I gave myself a decade to pull this deal off. I really didn't believe it was going to happen. But I found out a couple of things. I found if you write a lie on a card and you read it often enough, you're going to start to believe it. And you know, William, Ring, or, um, William James, back around the turn of the century, he said, believe, and your belief will actually create the fact. Well, I did what he suggested. I read this card every day. I'd carry it around and I'd just keep reading it. And uh, one day one of the guys in the fire hall got a hold of it and they pulled the card away and they passed it all around. Everybody started to laugh, Proctor's gonna get rich. I had a chap in a seminar the other day that uh, he said the same thing had happened to him. He was in a seminar and, then, and he got one of these gold cards and they passed it around at work and he said, everybody laughed at me, but he said, I'm winning. Now, I didn't read the card in front of anyone any longer, but I kept reading it. I'd go to the bathroom, and I'd sit in the toilet, lock the door, and I'd read the card. Or I'd be driving down the, uh, I'd be driving down the street, and I'd come to a traffic light, and I'd haul the card out, and I'd read it. Now, something very funny happened to me. One year later, I was earning $175,000 a year. Now, that's an enormous change, and it went well beyond the million in a year. Now, that was not supposed to happen. See, everything I'd been taught since I was a little boy indicated that if you don't go to school, you can't win. If you don't have business experience, you can't win. I had not gone to school. My second month in high school, they asked me to leave. I'll never forget how happy I was when they made that decision. <laughs> As I look back, they were probably much happier than I was when they made that decision. But here I was, I, uh, I was 16, I had very little knowledge, I had absolutely no skills, and at the very best, my attitude was poor. What chance did I have? I really didn't have any, but I didn't know that. And so I just bummed around from job to job in another Navy, in another factories, in another bars, mostly in another bars, until I was 26. Here I was at 26 when Ray sat down with me. I had very little knowledge, absolutely no skills, and my attitude had not improved greatly. But he introduced me to this idea, and I found that it doesn't matter what's happened in the past. You may not have a colorful background, and maybe you have. You may not have a lot of formal education, and maybe you have. But it really doesn't matter if you've got a goal and you're willing to stick to it and study the laws, you're going to find out that you can win. All right, that was Bob Proctor. His website is bobproctor.com. He's got a live event coming up. It is called The Art of Gold Creation. It's going down in Los Angeles, California, October 10th through 13th. You can learn more about that at bobproctor.com. And if you want to watch today's entire talk, you can find it on YouTube and on my YouTube channel in the July Quote of the Day show full talks playlist. It is called You Were Born Rich. Part one, remastered. And don't forget, the first book that we are reading together as part of the Rich Lit Society book club is Think and Grow Rich. You are going to know that book inside and out by the time we're done with it. You can learn more about the book club at richlitsociety.com. That is richlitsociety.com. That's it for me. I'll see you tomorrow for episode number 700. It's the Throwback Thursday with Lisa Nichols. I'm out. Peace. Peace.